had to do it, people. I had to do it once again. Um, when it came down to what it was going to be for me to do commentary for tonight, before I turn it in, uh, I, I was I was you know going down memory lane. I was having a crazy nostalgia trip, and it was more so me wanting to do commentary for something that really really hit my nostalgia bone. Like as far as like far far back into my childhood went. So you know I was thinking shit like Back to the Future. You know I was I was on my Tim Burton tip. I was like a uh, Beetlejuice. I was thinking Gremlins, The Witches. I was thinking a whole bunch of movies that really 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 were going to like give me goosebumps during certain scenes and take me back to a certain time of my life but funny thing is i decided to stick with tim burton and what better movie than actually what i think is his feature film debut which was in 1985 and i'm talking about peewee's big adventure people now unfortunately this is a completely sober episode i feel as though this should have been an intoxic commentary episode for sure because not only is this movie dark as hell in tone, there are some really dark undertones in this movie, some really dark scenes in it. But this movie is funny as shit, people. Like, I'm I'm trying to tell y'all, the fun that I had with this movie, man, the fun that I had in my childhood with this movie, there are parts that are absolutely hysterical. And, you know, of course I'm going to laugh, but I feel like a, a few drinks definitely would have elevated the comedic you know, elements for this movie, man, because it's just simply fucking hilarious. Like there's so many questions that, that are raised in, in this movie, man. And it's just a wacky road trip of a film where Pee Wee, uh, Paul Rubens just runs into any and every random ass crazy ass character that you can think of. And it's really a classic, man. This, if I'm not mistaken, I did an episode no, I know I did the episode uh, that y'all could check out. It's my top five Tim Burton movies. But if I'm not mistaken, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was definitely in that top five uh, Tim Burton movies, man. Because it's just straight up classic, man. I don't really know what else to say about it. You know, of course, like I said, this was Tim Burton's uh, film debut. And he also co-wrote the script with Paul Rubens and um, Michael Verhol and the late, great Phil Hartman. Rest in peace. Shout out to him. You know, they all collabed on the script. And this is... Like I said, man, this movie is it literally is a big adventure of a film because he literally goes from place to place to place. He's either fucking something up or he's like making people love him or he's getting laughed at. It's like, you know, he uses the word uh, he he's it's a conversation that he has with um, Elizabeth Daly's character who plays Dottie in the movie. And he's talking about he learned something out there on the road and it's, it's humility. And that is one of the words that really stands out about this movie, because there are scenes where he he's pretty sure he knows what's going on on this road trip he has no fucking idea the turn that it's about to take and um just the monkey wrench is about to throw in his whole plan just to find something as simple as his bike man like personally for me like i've never had my bike stolen in my lifetime thank god but um it's not that deep man I just would have got another fucking bike. But, you know, I guess when you got a bike that does all types of James Bond shit and has like a chain that's the size of the fast six runway that you can wrap the whole neighborhood up in. It's got smoke screens and stuff like that. Like it's it's got trick handlebars and rockets and shit in there. I guess, you know, since you got your bang for your buck with that bike, I'm, I'm assuming that is very well worth it to go on a cross country trip. Now, 
this cast, man, I'm not going to jump into the whole cast because I want to get to some of them when they pop up. But like I said, man, this cast is low key loaded and you would go on to see some of these uh, more than a couple of these cast members in Tim Burton's movies later on. They would become Tim Burton alumni. But you got Paul Rubens, uh, Mark Holton, who plays Francis, Elizabeth Daly, Monte Landis. Uh, you know, you got Damon Martin. You got a whole bunch of people. You actually and you got Carmen Philippi, who played uh, Reverend Jackson Sayre in Halloween four, who's a great character actor, man. I love that guy rest in peace shout out to him um yeah man i actually just really want to jump straight into it now i'm just watching it on the pretty kind of standard dvd you know it came with some some special features and came with some commentary i you know i, I feel like i got my money's worth for five dollars it was in that you know that little that bargain bin that people get lost in in walmart uh i don't know how many people have those they're pretty fucking handy to have in walmart you know you just uh every time i go i dive into those uh five dollar movie bins i'm I don't know how I'm not just all the way submerged in that shit and my feet are just like hanging out the, the top of it. I don't know because they you find a lot of gems in there like such like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Now, like I said, people, I am watching the pretty semi standard DVD and I will be hitting the play button in three, two, one. Let's get it. Let's get on this. Uh, this big adventure, I guess, man. Now, as this theme pops up, let me just say, Danny Elfman composed the score for this movie. And Danny Elfman, if I'm not mistaken, has done all of Tim Burton's movies. And he's such a great composer that um, he's one of those composers whose, whose music is so good that I literally listen to his, you know, the, when I buy a DVD of Tim Burton's and Danny Elfman is on the, you know, on the ones and twos. I literally can turn the audio off, like the audio track, and just listen to the score. You know, I do that a lot with the movie Beetlejuice. I will listen to the movie with no dialogue, and I'll just listen to the, you know, the uh, musical score track by itself. Because Danny Elfman, man, he's... Wacky is definitely the word, man, but that guy's a genius. Also composed the Batman theme, too, so he's, he's cemented in the game right now, man. Well, he has been for a really long time. Le Tour de France. I always liked these guys' helmets when I was a kid. I don't know. They just look like something different. Pee-wee ate his Wheaties in the morning, man, because I haven't been able to pedal that fast in centuries. I'll pedal that fast for like two seconds and be tired. Hence why I need to start working out. I'm going to get there, though. I will. I'll prioritize. Now, Paul Rubens, I'm not sure how old Pee-wee's supposed to be in this movie or how old Paul Rubens was when they filmed this. But there are some, um, I know it's a silly movie, but there are some serious parts that raise serious questions. We'll get there. <laughs> Love how they carried his ass up to this little platform. Pee-wee's got that fucking upward bang popping. 
Now, has this ever happened to anybody? You're having a dream and then you hear like something like that or you hear an alarm go off like while you're in your dream and shit just gets weird and then you end up waking up. That's happened to me before. Now, this is one of the reasons why I said, how old is Pee Wee? Because he's got like like everything is something. You know, he pulls his sheets up and he lets them go and they're just automatically sucked back into the mattress. He pulled his alarm clock, the string, pulled the record player. He's got bunny rabbit slippers and shit, toys all over. Like, this is a grown ass man. It's going to be my first day back at the gym, struggling to lift those little ass weights. Jesus, man. It's like he just woke up on coke. <laughs> like, who has that much energy in the morning? I love this dog. And, you know, normally I hate. Don't hate, but it's just not my steez. Those little toy dogs, because they don't grow. You know, you're going to be able to fit in somebody's purse for the rest of your life. But it's something about spec that I always loved. Now, of course, this is a classic scene, man. Uh, they even spoofed this in Family Guy, you know, the breakfast machine. Personally, I want to cook my shit and I want to eat it. Not as fast as I cook it, but, you know, there's no need for all of this. There's absolutely, there's absolutely no need for this. And the funny thing is, he does all of this just to eat a forkful of cereal that's on top of the breakfast he made. And I love that shot where he goes to the window and he's like, he sniffs like he just took a breath of fresh air, but it's actually a fish tank. It's making me think like, um, was Paul Rubens, like, was his dealer the same dealer Jean-Claude had for the Street Fighter movie? Because they really seem like yoked up in these, in these movies. But no, I'm just I'm just kidding, man. Shout out to Paul Rubens. He's a uh, he's a ball of energy, man. I know he had his little movie theater incident. People, the guy was trying to get off. He was in a, 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 a not a peep show theater. It was actual, you know, porno theater. But who knows, man? I just remember he was the laughing stock after that happened. So we won't we we don't we don't have to get into it. All right. I mean, it is kind of funny, though, like, I mean, if you're going, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to beat the bacon, man, you know, if you're going to choke the chicken, like, you couldn't wait till you went home. All right, we're we not, I promise y'all, we're not going to spend too much time on that topic. So moving on, let's talk about the Mr. T cereal. Which even the box makes it look look plain as hell. <laughs> he 
He did all of that to eat a fork full of cereal. And the bacon looks delicious. The strawberry does too. The eggs just look too fat. I like scrambled egg. I don't know if people prefer sunny side up or whatever, but yeah, Pee Wee. He he has no off switch in this entire movie, man. And then had the audacity to wipe the corners of his mouth like he really busted grub. Oh, Speck. Such a cool dog. My bad, people, if y'all can hear the police sirens in the background. Y'all know the party never stops uptown, outside my window. So I keep my ass inside, out of trouble. Good morning, Mr. Patrick! Hi, good morning, Pee-wee. I'm gonna water my lawn now! Okay. Even the sprinkler is creepy. Mr. Crabtree should have went in the house and called the police. Like, yeah, Pee Wee done lost his shit today. Enough is enough. Y'all got to y'all got to send a unit out here to come get this guy. And that's the thing, man. Like, you see how you just put the code in and all of that. Like, people can say what they want. Tim Burton makes his movies creative as hell. Like, if, if there is a certain drug Tim Burton does, I would love to interview him and understand what type of trip he's actually on when he does these movies, because they're amazing. They're, they're works of art, man. Like, even the movies that people call lackluster, quote-unquote, that Tim Burton made. Like, I know a lot of people don't like Dark Shadows. I love it, but a movie that didn't get critical acclaim the way it should have is still genius. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When I was a kid, I, I I wanted that bike. I did. When I look at it now and I'm like, this is one of the flashiest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's just just unnecessarily loud and noticeable. No, <laughs> no off switch, man. And he really should have listened, man. You know that when he when he got the little card out of his machine, it said, "Do not leave the house today," and he left anyway. Now imagine had he would stayed there. Mark Holton, ladies and gentlemen, playing Francis, who um, I want to say it was was it after this he played in Team Wolf with Michael J. Fox. Uh. Definitely what was after this was Leprechaun. He played Ozzy in Leprechaun. And he actually came back to play Ozzy again in Leprechaun Returns, but he died. That was a shitty part of the movie. He actually died. Spoiler alert. Sorry for anybody that hasn't seen it. It's not for sale, Francis. 
My father says everything's negotiable. Pee-wee. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world. Not for a hundred billion million trillion dollars. Shit. All right, it's it's time to rumble at this point. Now today in 2020, Francis being like the bully, annoying bully type, um, he would beat the shit out of Pee Wee at this point, and it would have been on World Star. It would have been trending everywhere. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm, yeah. Pee Wee was an asshole on the com. We can't lie about that. Yeah, that's that that close up. It was usually when they cut the commercial break. That was so extra. He's even got a he's even got a speaker on his shit. Now that's cool. These are uh, BMX uh, bike riders doing these tricks. This dude's standing. He looks like Charlie Chaplin with no mustache. Or like one of the Beatles or something. He got that helmet haircut. And of course, this was one of the movies that made me want to learn how to wheelie when I was a kid. Like to wheelie my bike. Took me years to get that down packed. They're like, look at this damn goofball. <laughs> he launched himself right on the curb. How embarrassing. How many of y'all, you know, anybody listening, how many of y'all have really took a spill off y'all bike in public? I'm telling you, I've done it. You know, when I was a kid, I remember few years ago i want to say 2016 i bought myself a bike because i'm like all right i need to get some type of exercise when i say people don't ever ride a bike drunk all right um i was already drunk and i left the house i'm like you know what i have alcohol and i need to stock up on beer for later so i don't have to leave out so i had the bright idea of just you know taking my block the main street to the deli which is like six blocks away or so and got less than four blocks away from my house and crashed on my bike fell right on my fucking stomach just laid there for a little bit in disbelief you know check my surroundings i'm pretty sure some people saw me but i didn't see anybody outside skinned my knees pretty bad got my drunk ass up and i got one more block up after the crash and crashed on my bike again i'm not i'm not lying to y'all so um the moral of the story people is don't even ride bikes intoxicated i would not recommend it that and if you wear glasses don't do it because i wasn't wearing my glasses monte landis who plays mario 
Now, if I was like a prop collector, I would definitely shop in this magic shop he's got. Because he's got a lot of crazy shit. It's almost like a special effects uh, shop or something like that. But Pete, he's just picking stuff up. It's like, it's like, you know, you did this yesterday. And that chick is so weirded out. You know, I would be so lucky to know a store owner that just disappears in an explosion and just pops up out the back like he teleports. It's a creepy shrunken head. And it's a creepy regular size head. He's like, that looks like Patrick Stewart! That shit looks just like fucking Patrick Stewart. Everything he grabs, believe me, everything he grabs from Mario um, will definitely come in handy later on in the movie. Except the bow tie. Pee-wee's receipt probably said $7,000 and shit. The way he telegraphed this bike, it's like somebody was bound to run up on that John and steal it. Cause somebody was just like, listen, man, he is he is flashing this bike a little too much. He is into this thing more than I like. Now this guy, uh Damon Martin, who plays Chip. I don't know the rest of the names of these. Uh they the one boy in the back looks like a he looks like the guy from uh, Karate Kid 3. Now sign it! <laughs> the last one that walked out looks like the dude from Karate Kid. He's like, I own you, LaRusso. Elizabeth Daly, man. Dottie here. I had the craziest crush on her when I was a kid. And then my crush on her returned when I saw her. She Does anybody remember when she played one of the, hook, one of the two hookers in the movie Dutch with Ed O'Neill and Ethan Embry? She was the one that um, she squirted lotion into Ed O'Neill's mouth. She was trying to like slide his ring off his finger. She wasn't shit in that movie. She's great in this though. She's such a sweetheart. Bars. I don't understand. <laughs> you don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a lawyer, daddy. Rebel. I know that's right. That's one thing we can agree on. So long but, like I said, he's an asshole. On the low. Pee-wee's a likable character, man. Um, But he is an asshole in more than one scene in this movie. 
And this is a little comeuppance for him being an asshole coming up right here. <laughs> this clown man, I I, I think I want to say, and I should have looked closer earlier. I want to say they changed the face on that clown because that clown scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And this music going along with it. <laughs> this whole that whole scene scared the shit out of me as a kid cuz I'm like is he okay? Oh yes, that's me. They call me Chuck. Chuck uh Daryl Roach is that actor's name. He's like, "Look, buddy, it's some motherfucking bike, so you need to sit your crazy ass down before you get knocked out." They bought the fire department up in there. Like, come on, man. Now, from here on out, Pee Wee is going to be one suffering mofo, man. That's all he sees is bikes now. I would have knocked that mime off that unicycle. Like, don't put your fucking hand in my face, man. He's even seeing things. Like, he sees the bike in the reflection, turns around, and it's not even really the bike. Like, he's going through it at this point. And you do, you know, me as a viewer, you do feel bad for him. Those, those kids didn't even have to ride that close to him. He's literally seeing every type of bike. He's like, man, even the toy has a bike, and I don't. But this music, man, how great is Danny Elfman? Doesn't this shit sound like it could it should be in like an Alfred Hitchcock psycho movie or something? Or a Friday the thirteenth? It's that it's that piercing type of musical score, man. What exactly leads you to believe the Soviets were involved? Well, Starletta Dupois, who plays Sergeant Hunter. I love this actress, man. I'm actually not sure if she's still around. I'm pretty sure she is, but she's just, she's everywhere on the low. She was one of the three singers that was outside the store on Friday After Next, where she's like, uh, she's like, wait a minute, bitch. She said, you are talking to children of the Lord. <laughs> and she was, um, she was Brian Hooks' mom in Three Strikes. She's a great actress. Everyone wanted my bike. This morning, right before it got stolen, Francis offered... Francis' house looks uh, low key looks like one of the houses up here, but on the other side of uptown, the better side, going towards like the drive. Professor Tanaka. Who play, who plays the butler here? He was um. What the hell? I want to say, I don't think he was odd job. In um, 
the James Bond movie. I want to say that was another actor. I'm not all the way sure. But this pool, man. I mean, it's not even a pool. It's their bathtub. But it's basically a pool. That shit's amazing. But uh, again, Francis is a grown-ass man playing with toys in the tub. Like, what's up with y'all? So many scenes like are shot like horror movies and just executed like horror movies. Pee-wee was already crazy, but now he's like he is slowly slipping into insanity from this point on. He's trying to drown this motherfucker. What's going on in there? Oh, it's just it's taking us too damn long. Pee Wee was trying to escape, trying to skate up out of there. can't tell that both Pee-wee and Francis are full of shit in this moment. Speaking of chewing gum, uh, Wait a second. <laughs> Ew. Ugh. Uh, speaking of gum, uh, fruit flavored gum, do y'all remember that zebra stripe chewing gum? That shit has a time limit on its flavor of about 10 seconds before it goes flat. And it doesn't taste like anything. That is the most false advertising chewing gum ever. And with the kind of reward money you're offering, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be out looking. Oh, my name's engraved in back of the seat. That's Pee Wee Herman. Ralph Seymour is the guy that plays Francis' friend here. And he's a he's an asshole too, with a scary laugh when he walks the bike out. Well, a deal's a deal. So fork over my money for lifting it for you. Bucks ton. This motherfucker looks like a live-action Roger Klotz from Doug, except he's not green. See you later, sucker. 
douchebag ass motherfucker. Yeah, he's super douchebag. Like I'm telling y'all, he he looks like Roger Klotz. Now Pee Wee done got the whole town, neighborhood, whatever you want to call it, gathered in his basement for this. Lower your voice, bruh. This box contains over 217 bits and pieces of information. Evidence. Exhibit A. A photograph of the victims. My bike and me. Uh, exhibit B. Speck always got his say-so in this movie. What's missing from this picture? It's just me. Without my bike! Is this something you could share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? Amazing Larry, who looks like a low-budget fucking villain. First of all, nah, I'm walking the fuck out. Like, Pee-wee gonna have to hand me a fair one or something if he's got a problem with me leaving. Because it's like, dog, I'm not sitting around for this. Losing his damn mind. See what I'm saying? Exhibit Q. He didn't went through like who's sticking around for that? Right. Sick of that shit. Supposed to me. I think everyone here knows what this is supposed to mean. You've gone over something again and again and again and again. Like I have. See, looking at each other like, yo, yeah, he's lost it. Poor little Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah, everybody just started walking out like, all right, it's, it's fucking four in the morning. Everybody got to get some sleep. Little does he know he's going into cardiac arrest right now. I don't want some other crappy bike. Listen, if you want my help. I don't want your help. I don't need the police and I don't need you. I don't need anybody. <laughs> Probably one of the one of the spookiest shots in this entire movie. How Pee Wee you see that big big ass shadow is cast on the wall and it's just little Pee Wee walking in the alley in the rain. <laughs> what they thought he was a vampire? 
they jumped off the staircase and out of the darkness like some Batman thugs or something and he just scared them because he hissed at them. Madam Rubies. Can't remember this actress's name, but um one thing about me people, I'm not one for tarot card readings, palm readings, uh psychic readings, it's just not my bag at all. I'm I'm not into that shit at all cuz I feel like I feel like um certain certain things you shouldn't play around with. You know, I'm the type of person, if, if I ever was into that stuff, the moment they tell me something I don't like, I'm going to get frustrated and I have bad anger issues, so I don't even want to take that chance. And I don't want to play around with stuff like that. Like, spirits are real and the, you know, other realms and shit. Like, I, it, mm -mm. not to mention they gag you for your money. Like, this chick is about to do peewee. You know, she's look, she's about to look in his wallet and just you know, roll a dice and say, I see a bicycle. I see a bicycle. Yes! Is it okay? It's okay, it's okay. Where is it? Can you see it? Where is it? Where is, where is it? She literally flipped through his pictures and... What a con artist, man. I'd have been like, uh, excuse me, what is this crystal ball hooked up to? Do you have an extension cord under there? And look at this silly motherfucker. Going all the way to Texas with the he got the classic stick and sheet with his clothes wrapped up in there. And he's hitchhiking. Like Pee-wee didn't have no pocket knife, no gun, no taser, no weapon. Just taking a chance hitchhiking, huh? I mean, I'm rooting for the guy, but he'd be on some goofball type stuff in this movie. Like, he's falling asleep on the side of the road. <laughs> And nobody pulled over, like nobody thought he was dead and was like, wait, we've got to take this guy to a hospital. Damn, he backed up fast as hell. Mickey, uh, played by Judd Ullman, he's one of my favorite, you know, characters Pee Wee runs into, even though he is really creepy in one scene where Pee Wee dresses up like a chick when they hit that, you know, that roadblock with the police. He didn't want to hear about himself on the radio. I wonder how he broke his handcuffs. What'd you do? Well, I lost my temper and I took a knife and I uh <laughs> <laughs> Pee Wee wasn't ready. 
under the penalty of law labels they put on mattresses? Yeah. Well, I cut one of them off. Oh my goodness. We got a badass on our hands. Yeah, but how incognito is this guy? Uh, you broke out of jail, you broke your handcuffs, and you're in a drop top where the, the cuffs are just clear as day? Yeah, you don't want to get caught. I'm not gonna lie, that was probably my my same reaction internally the first time I drove a car. First car I ever drove in my life. Um, I was a late bloomer. I think I was 15 when I drove. Uh, first time I drove. Yeah, I think I was 15, and uh, it's a Chrysler Concord. And I just peeped, uh, he, he completely didn't see his bike that was riding right next to him on that truck. Mickey pulled that burner out. He, he was ready for a standoff. Now this is when it gets creepy. What's going on, officer? They really thought Pee Wee was a woman. And the way Mickey looks at him, like when they get out of this little jam that they're in, Mickey looks at him. I, I guess because he was in prison all that time and he hadn't seen a woman in a in a minute. Like that. Come on, man. That's Pee Wee in drag. But Mickey kind of looks him up and down, like. Like he likes what he sees. It's a, it's a very weird, dark moment, man. Creep ass cop too. Pee Wee looks like the the dress and the hair. Like it, he looks like he could be Shelley Duvall's stand-in in The Shining. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all know I I joke I joke I kid I kid. Pee Wee didn't. He he's just staying in character. Yeah, but you see how he looked him up and down like, yeah. Got a bad one riding shotgun. It's like, all right, Mickey. We know you were in jail. Calm down, dude. It was a creepy moment. Why would you want to know something like that? You get to lift weights, watch TV, write up appeals, take long showers, lift weights. You get used to it. Yeah, I'm good. He's talking about it like it's normal. Ain't no getting used to that, people. I'm sorry. Uh, never been arrested, never been locked up in prison my entire life. And very proud to say it. And, like, I just hate how Mickey's just like, yeah, you get used to it. But look at these signs, man. 
Like every sign gets more tangled up as they go along. <laughs> Falling rocks is what the sign said. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I don't know what cliff they drove off of, but that John. <laughs> and luckily, Mickey's car had like a parachute um, top to it. Pretty handy. Right, you gonna get me killed, young boy? Left him dead smack in the middle of nowhere. Wait! I'm in the middle of nowhere! Yep, it, exactly. <laughs> I almost forgot he said that. Now, I like how he's just walking around in the dark and they animated his eyes. Early Tim Burton stuff, man. Yeah, I'm I'm cool, all the way cool. Nope. Some of those animals were actually real. The raccoon was real. There was like a a mountain lion that was real in the background. The bears were fake, I think. I couldn't see them all. The shot was really fast when the uh, headlight glasses went off. Now, hey, people, we are about to get one of the most classic and memorable movie characters, not just in this movie, but just of all time. Alice Nunn, rest in peace, plays Large Marge right here. She, another part of this movie that scared the living shit out of me. Just the entire scene, not just the jump scare part, but... Now, knowing my crazy ass, I'd have been like, yo, keep going, keep going. What happened? Like a garbage truck dropped off the Empire State Building. <laughs> Pee Wee's face is like, yo, I can't take any more of this. That still gives me the heebie-jeebies, whether it was like claymation, stop motion or not. It's one of the scariest images I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 
All right. I had no choice now because you have haunted the rest of my existence. I love those like glow in the dark dinosaurs that are at this gas station or across from this gas station diner. I think those structures are still there. Those dinosaurs are still there. Not sure if the diners. I don't know. Uh, I know there's a video on YouTube where it's like Pee Wee's Big Adventure shooting locations. Somebody's actually going from spot to spot. They like, nigga, what did you just say? Did you say large Marge? That's almost the reaction that Annie got when she went in the diner and was like, hey, can anybody, can anybody tell me how to get to Camp Crystal Lake? Simi Bo, um, is it Bo or Bao, is this actor right here. He's Tim Burton alumni also because not only was he in this movie, he was the guy that was, uh, he was the janitor in that hallway on Beetlejuice where, um, you know, when the drape went up, and there were ghosts that Adam and Barbara were looking at. He's like, you know, that's death for the dead. Those are the tortured souls in there. Yep, Pee-wee, you're seeing ghosts. You are officially Haley Joe Osment from The Sixth Sense. Diane Salinger, who plays Simone. Funny thing, man. Um, Simone here was also... She also was alongside Paul Rubens, uh, Pee Wee Herman, in Batman Returns. They both literally played the Penguin's parents in the beginning of the movie. God damn, look at that cleanup in that kitchen. People, I, I think I've said this before. I've worked my fair share. I've worked in my fair share of restaurants um, and have been a dishwasher before. And the way that kitchen looks is, is a fucking nightmare. And I've got PTSD just looking at it. I don't miss it at all. But he literally he lost his wallet. He had to work off the the meal. And she tossed him a couple dollars. That's love. But damn, man. Just the way those dirty plates are stacked up in dirty pots and pans all over the place. Like, no. I'll never go back again. You gonna take your hairnet off, bruh? Yes, voulez-vous coucher avec soi to you too. I said that I always have trouble with the bars. The French say au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> Wait, before you go, will you come and watch the sunrise with me? Please? She trying to smash. But the thing about Pee-wee, he's got an infectious personality with all these characters. Um, people really are, are, you know, they end up loving him. They end up liking him. Liking him or loving him. They're just drawn to him. Which makes him, a, you know, strange, but it makes him a, a good character that people are just gravitating towards him. Complete strangers. This actor that plays um, Andy... Simone's boyfriend. I don't know what this guy's name is, but he just looks like he looks like a bruiser. 
you have any dreams? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all alone. I'm rolling a big donut and the snake wearing a vest. I wonder what that dream, what he was going to say. Now I love the lighting in this scene. It turned, it started off completely dark, and you could see them too. Um, but I guess the sun is literally coming up. Now I don't know how they did this, but you can see it getting brighter and brighter. It's just gradually getting brighter as they're talking. It's a good dialogue scene, though. I'd have been like, wait, 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 wait. You wanted me to watch the sunrise with you. You grabbed my hand like you wanted to take the shit home with you. And you have a boyfriend? Then it just would have cut to Simone sitting in there by herself. Andy's listening like, wait, is he trying to put the moves on my woman? Simone, you can't just wish and hope for something to come true. You have to make it happen. It's absolutely true. That advice, even in 1985, was is uh, still relevant today. All jokes aside. Now the sun has risen, people. It's a good scene, though, ma'am. Oh, boy. Now I love how their footsteps are, like, going at the same time as Andy hitting that bone across his hand. Just little touches like that. I'm pretty sure he would have beat Pee-wee to death and stuffed his body back inside of that uh, dinosaur structure. Oof. Andy's got a mean swing. <laughs> he, that boy can't run, though. <laughs> Pee-wee Pee ran and Power Ranger dived onto that train. He's like, what a day. What a day, what a day. Oh, God. So now this, this was another scene that was like low-key scary to me as a kid when this T-Rex comes. Of course, it's stop motion, claymation, whatever you want to call it. But this this is a child's play compared to that that nightmare Pee Wee has later on in the movie with those clowns. Jesus Christ! Listen, that. We'll get there when we get there. 
Ew. Carmen Philippi, people. Uh, like I said, he's the guy that plays Reverend Jackson um, in Halloween 4. The guy that's like, yes, we'll gather at the river. Clearly, he loves singing in every movie. You know, I made a meme a while back, and I posted... Not a meme, but it was a video I posted of this scene exactly. And the caption was like, you know, when you run into somebody on a train that's just as drunk as you... Because when I did work at this one restaurant, the one thing about clocking out of work is we would get drinks at the bar after work, and I would be fucked up on the train going home all the way back to Mount Airy. And you meet all the fucked up people at like between one and three in the morning on public transportation. And sometimes they're amazing. His breath, I know them sardines is balling. He couldn't take it. I feel him. You blowing out my eardrum, pops. <laughs> Poor Pee Wee. I mean, he made it to the Alamo, but <sighs> at what cost? Jan Hooks, R.I.P. Shout out to her. Because I had no idea she passed away. I think I found that out last year. I was watching Batman Returns and I looked up the cast. Yeah, she's in Batman Returns and she's the one that's like, um, she tries to give Penguin the gloves and Penguin makes the comment about her. He's like, I like to fill her void. But, um, yeah, I remember looking up the cast for Batman Returns last year sometime and found out she passed away. Please say hello to our residents, Pedro and his wife, Inez. Inez is holding a clay pot that she seems very proud of. She has carefully detailed it with lots of paint and gloves. And Pedro is working on an adobe. Can you say that with me? These types of things are so boring to go to. I'm sorry. I'd rather, like, tour place myself, just wander around, get lost, find my way back. I don't need a fucking tour guide. Do I hear someone's stomach growling? <laughs> the mainstay of the Alamo diet is corn. Corn can be prepared many ways. It can be boiled, shucked, <sighs> or in this case... I feel Pee-wee's pain. He's, he's getting so impatient. ...to make tortillas. Do we have any Mexican-Americans with us today? Good Lord. All of which Yawn. Right now, upon this battlement in 1836, 200 Texas volunteers, including such heroes as Davy Crockett, three hours later. I love her energy in the movies that she's in, though. She kind of reminds me of Caroline Williams from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. This is strange. Yes. Where's the basement? Excuse me? Aren't we going to see the basement? <laughs> There's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> it ain't that goddamn funny. You didn't have to humiliate the guy. That one kid was almost falling out thinking it was that thing. It, was, it wasn't that damn funny. 
that's the type of laughter you hear for the rest of your life. It's like we literally just saw each other, chick. What's up with you? Andy, and I had a big fight after you left. You were right, Pee Wee. I'm making my wish come true. I'm off the path. From the side profile, she looks like Sigourney Weaver. What's wrong? He's like, well, I was thinking about going back and shooting up the Alamo because these people laughed at me. They don't tell you a lot of stuff in school. You'd be surprised. Don't worry, Pee Wee. I know you're going to find your vibe. All aboard? Oh. Well. <laughs> Bye. Good luck, Pee Wee. I just know you're going to find your vibe. What if she just fell out the window when she was waving to her and the bus just rode off without her? Then it would have been Pee Wee and Simone's big adventure. That is, unless, of course, uh, Andy found them and murdered them both. That's kind of thorough. I wonder if people really do that in Texas. I'm pretty sure if I did that, um, you know, they're not particularly not racist out there from what I heard. So there's a good chance I would have been shot as soon as I would have said the stars at night. Specs like, where the fuck you been at? See, he's snapping on him. He's like, man, you don't just take off and leave like that. All right, Speck, put Dottie back on. Dottie. It's the scene I was talking about. Uh, I've learned something out here on the road, Dottie. Humility. Uh, yeah. Dottie, when I get back, will you... What, PP? Will you still help me find my bike? Oh. She was so let down. All right, Peavy. And there's something else I wanted to ask you about, too, Dottie. What is it? Could you wire me a bus ticket? I'll pay you back, honest. All right, Peavy. When you get back, we can settle up at the drive-in. What? Pee-wee's such a cornball. And I love Dottie, man, because she's like, yo, I'll help you find your bike and I'll wire you a bus ticket. I got you, but, you know, in return, we about to go on this date. Like, she was on his top. Sorry, you 
Persistence like that with women is very rare, gentlemen. Don't uh, shy away from that. Damn, that guy is huge. That actor that plays Andy. I don't know if it's just because of how tiny Paul Rubens is, but the size difference, man. He would have put a hurting on Pee Wee. Hell no. These big creepy floats they got at this parade. Pee Wee really has a hundred thousand miles on his feet. Like, how much running does he do in this movie? I should have made a game, a drinking game. And say every time Pee Wee hauls ass, I gotta take a shot. I probably would have been shit faced way before this part, maybe. I don't know. Now, Pee Wee looks like a character you can unlock in Mortal Kombat 10 or something with an alternate costume. Whoever that cowboy guy is in Mortal Kombat. They call him Cuddling. <laughs> of course, this isn't Paul Rubens on this um on this 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 bull. But people that go bull riding is uh, y'all have some brass cojones. Cause I don't know if y'all listening out there remember Banned from TV, but I've seen like bull attacks and. They get you pinned up against that wall. <laughs> and Bull is like, oh, you got a red shirt on, bruh? Come on, your ass. Now, you can see the transition shot. Uh, you can see them cut the, cut the scene and then cut it back. They tried to edit it in a way where it looked like it was the same shot. Um, Andy hopping over the gate and the bull hopping right after him, but you can see, like, you can see the quick cut that they did. What's your name? I can't remember. Where are you from? I can't remember. Can't you remember anything? I remember the Alamo. It's like, that's all y'all care about? Damn, well, you got tumbleweeds rolling past. You know you are not in Kansas anymore. Oh, look how rowdy these guys are. Biker bar at that. Who was that, Jake the Snake in the background? They like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who in the hell does this guy think he is? Did anybody tell you that this is the private club of the Satan's helpers? Nobody hit me to that, dude. It's off limits! Satan's helpers. Pee Wee Lucky, they didn't skin him alive or something. Excuse me. 
he barely made it out alive. Oh, man. That's worse than when Shelly drove over the motorcycles in Friday 13 Part 3. Did commentary for that, too, by the way, if y'all want to check it out. Now this here, I'm telling y'all, I did not know this until last month. This is Cassandra Peterson playing the biker mama. This is Cassandra Peterson, Elvira. I never knew that this lady was Elvira, people. That's legit the Elvira. Now I love this. Look how tall this, uh, this guy is, this waiter. He takes his platforms off to give to to Pee Wee. He's like ten floors down now. Now y'all already know what it is, people. This is one of the most epic scenes in movie history. And the one chick's jamming out already. Now I wonder, was this choreographed? Or did Paul Rubens just tell Tim Burton, like, listen, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to just freestyle this whole dance. I'm not going to lie to y'all. This is the type of mood I'm usually in when I drink tequila. I usually want to jump on a table and do this dance. Tequila. Nah, Dawson, now you just wasting, you wasting beer. He's throwing pictures all over the place. It's like, where's the bar owner? That's badass though, where he's walking on his tiptoes. But again, there's that infectious personality with Pee Wee Herman, man. What I what I always needed was a crossover movie with Pee Wee Herman and Steve Urkel. Yeah, that's good stuff. Pee Wee came out one of the, one of the guys, man. They gave him biker vests and everything, and they're actually sad to see him go. This man. Yo, people, I'm telling y'all, the way he took off and crashed through that sign, this, that is an exact reenactment of the first time and last time I ever was on a moped because I crashed. I remember, um, I think it was 2001, me and my friends were going to see The Mummy Returns. Movie theater was right across the street, but we were at somebody's house, and I remember chasing somebody on the moped, and I panicked and hit the... You know, I, I thought I thought it was a handle brake, but I accidentally hit the gas. You know, um, cause it's a moped. Hit the gas instead of the pedal brake. Panicked, hit a, a pothole, and banged the fuck out. 
smoke everywhere. But you know, patched myself up and we still went to see the mummy return to that day. But this this is what I was talking about, people. These clowns, this nightmare he's having, this is this is this is uh this is just nah. They all look scary. And like they're doing surgery like on a destroyed bike. This shit is weird, man. Nah, man. And it's like Pee Wee can't make any noise in his dream. Like, does that ever happen to y'all? You can't scream, can't yell in your dream. This shit is wicked, man. I remember I was on the boardwalk as a kid and they were playing this at the Ripley's Believe It or Not store, museum, whatever it was. They just had this song on repeat. Yeah, this, you know, Francis as the devil with the devils dancing around, Pee Wee's bike getting burned. Like, all this shit was just nightmarish to me as a kid, man. That's, that's Tim Burton for you. Traumatizing childhood since 85. Now that was Tony Bill that played Terry Hawthorne. I can't remember the kid's name, but he's been in a lot of stuff. Do I dare say that that is Wayne from The Wonder Years playing that kid? I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Now, of course, this is a Warner Brothers movie, so I'm sure that this is actually the Warner Brothers lot that they filmed these scenes on that are about to go down. <laughs> he's one of those guys that he wants his jokes to hit so bad like on some war machine type stuff where he's like I go right up to the general and I say boom you looking for this like you can tell when people really want their jokes to hit shit's like comic con out there It's very weird that that guy had the voice of a woman and the woman had the voice of a guy. It's very strange stuff. Now here they are on the set of Sally Field's TV show, The Flying Nun. And I am lying like a motherfucker. Oh, excuse me. Jerry. Please, Mary. Please. I don't have to take that, Jerry. Especially from that little... That kid, little... he is just a kid, Mary. Even a kid can be courteous, Jerry. I'm gonna quit. Please, Yo, y'all be surprised how many movie sets this actually happens on. There are a lot of uh, pre-Madonna child actors out there who are just dicks. 
and they they feel like they could talk to people any type of way and people threaten to quit but you know the producers and directors they know that the kids it's like if macaulay culkin see asshole it's like if macaulay culkin was an asshole on set they're more than likely going to replace the actress that has a problem with it because you can't have the movie without macaulay culkin <laughs> Pee-wee's looking like, yo, I can't hold it in. Look at Pee-wee how he's standing. He's just like, yeah, I can't take too much more of this. Oh, Rusty, you are an inspiration to us all. I'll say. I'm going to start a paper route right now. <laughs> he checked the script like, wait, what? About damn time. <laughs> Automatically ran into a pink and blue elephant. Like, this movie is off the chain, yo. Always hated how they had to unplug their go-karts or whatever the hell those things are. Golf carts and shit. That cop, that or security guard, he wasn't even trying. He deserved to pull that that little trick handle. He wasn't even trying to catch that dude. See, what I'm saying smoke screens and shit coming out the coming out the bike. Get our little mini jungle chase scene. Just destruction. I was about to say, who pays for all the damages? But I'm sure Warner Brothers is coming out of their pocket. He's a pretty crafty dude, man. What the fuck is this? Back at the beach? This movie set? Does anybody remember that movie back at... Yo, see how the stars align? I make it make sense, people. Uh, remember that movie Back at the Beach? I really want to say Frankie and Annette was in that movie. I can't remember. Uh, but Pee Wee Herman actually was in that movie. This motherfucker came out the sky on a surfboard and was singing Bird is the Word on the beach. Damn, that's a classic movie right there. Now this is the set of Black Christmas. It should have been. The Santa actor just kept saying ho.
Godzilla movie set. To get back to the man in the suit, Godzilla and uh, King King Ghidorah. Now is it Ghidorah or Ghidra? Like somebody help me out with that. Pee Wee's just destroying shit, man. Snyder, Twisted Sister. Burning Hell is the name of this song. I always love this song. D. Snyder, man, he's got a movie out, people. Well, not it's not new uh, at all, but um, it's called Strangeland. It's a, a slasher movie, and it's like Saw and Hostile before Saw and Hostile, people. Y'all gotta check that movie out. You're gonna burn in hell. <laughs> They got out of Dodge. Yep. Not on his watch. Now, as if we hadn't gotten ridiculous before, people, this is when shit... It's like, okay, we're about to hit E.T. territory right now. Pee-wee hit that NOS button. <laughs> and literally flew. That was a great stunt, though. Riding down the ramp of that roof like that. Shit, I said the same thing. If he'd, if he'd pulled up like that. And then he pulls up to the pet shop on fire. It's like, this dude can't catch a break. What would y'all do, man? You see the pet shop on fire? I'm going to call somebody, but... I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm no hero. But I guess you never know in the moment, you know? You can say you're not a hero all you want, but I guess you people would never know what they would do. And I love how the chimpanzee is uh, actually helping him free the animals. He's freeing all the dogs and shit. There's a pink little poodle in there. Poor little thing. Those dogs are so well trained. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Them snakes gonna have to stay there. I'm not touching them. What are these? Oh, the ducks. Oh no, the baby chickens. Are they chickens or ducks? I don't know what the hell they are. Ugh, rodents. He keeps looking at them. 
I'm telling y'all, like, I'm not even playing. Them snakes would have stayed in there. And I'm sorry to all the people out there that are like, oh, well, they're animals too. They're God's creatures. It's like, listen, I don't do lizards, amphibians, anything that reminds me of a dinosaur. He's looking like, oh, fuck. <laughs> He went pale running out with them snakes. And I love how the monkey taps. I'm like, yo, you good, bro? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? There's still a few more fish inside. Why are you here This boy is under arrest. Yeah, bro, you about to get booked. Not much property damage you've caused today. Aiding and abetting a criminal. All types of shit. I can explain everything, Mr. Hawthorne. Call me Terry. Do you know why I'm sitting here clipping my nails in front of you? My story? A movie? Okay. He he is a Netflix before Netflix was even thought of. Your story will make a great movie. Daddy. See, and she stood on her tiptoes for a kiss and he played her. Like Dottie was all for him. He was the equip she was the equivalent to Myra. How Myra was all about Steve Urkel and Laura really wasn't until he was Stefan Urkel and he was all cool. What I wouldn't give to see that, man. I know Michelle Thomas who played Myra passed away, but I, I wish I could have saw that in my lifetime. Pee-wee and Steve going in, going in, going on an adventure with Dottie and Myra. Like, how dope is that? And here we got the BMX gang out of John Hughes movie. I love how we see all the people Pee-wee's encountered throughout this movie, or at the movie premiere. That's love, though. That's how the support should be. Yeah, don't call him. Don't call him, babe. Literally. I'd have been like, listen, you don't need one, no, bro, because y'all gonna try rob me after this premiere, man. They done paid me some shit. really made a movie out this nigga's life James Brolin is playing Pee-wee in this uh, movie within the movie and Morgan Fairchild is playing Dottie who I'm pretty sure was a hottie McHot hot uh, back in the 80s James Brolin of course we know that's Josh Brolin's dad um Who they fighting the Foot Clan? Them dudes are soft. Yeah. 
and those guys, those goons, those ninjas they just fought, their only weakness is getting tossed. So as soon as they hit the ground after being tossed, they're unconscious. Mickey is on a, sh a whole prison bus. Now what the hell is that? Like a file or something? But I like how he, whatever it was, he tried to sneak it into his foot long. Uh, Pee Wee was all for breaking Mickey out of jail. He was really riding. What's crazy is Josh Brolin looks almost exactly like his pop now. No, nothing right now, Mr. Herman. <laughs> Why did he look into the camera? I'll be in the bar. Twice. Wow. That's fantastic, baby. Thanks. C'est magnifique. Everybody else get all the snacks and they get a, they get one bag of french fries, a little ass small John. That is just creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I wonder if, if James Brolin snatched the phone out of his hand like that. Was that in the script or did he just do that? Like was it improv? I was the president again. I've got to steal back the X1 before the Soviets find the secret compartment containing the microfilm. The future of the free world is writing on this one. I'm going with you. No, Daddy, too dangerous. <laughs> I invented the X1, PW. I'm going with you. All right, let's go. You are such a... He keeps getting in the shot. I know you are. But what am I? Too smooth. <laughs> he looked at the camera again. He's like, oh, sorry. Pee-wee's a goof. Why didn't he get Chuck no snacks? Uh, Elizabeth Daly, I didn't mention, is the voice of Tommy Pickles on the Rugrats. Like, if nobody can tell, if anything, you can tell by her laugh. The high-pitched shit. Especially the laugh. Phil Hartman, who's playing the reporter, R.I.P. It's always a motherfucker that's gonna be like this, people. When you get famous, it's like, yeah, I remember back in the day when they used to do this, man. I've known them forever. <laughs> it's like, nah, dog. You're not gonna make it past security. Pause. Always looking for the come up. It's always one, man. Luckily, he gets what he deserves. 
they went running after him. Rumor has it Francis uh, still hasn't come down from the sky yet. Clearly, she's turned on by it. Come on, Dottie. Let's go. Let's go? Don't you want to see the rest of the movie? I don't have to see it, Dottie. I lived it. That's gangster. This shot, man, of Pee Wee and Dottie riding, you know, you just see the silhouettes, or the, you know, the shadow. Riding past um, James Brolin and Morgan Fairchild kissing on the screen. That is just nostalgia right there. So you already know, man, it's it's a 10. It's a 10 for me, man. It's in my top five Tim Burton movies of all time. Y'all already know what it is. Um, there's nothing keeping this movie from a perfect 10. Um, it, it just is so much nostalgia. I mean, I made it through the commentary. I still enjoy it like I enjoy it uh, every time I get a chance to watch it. But this definitely should have been in Tox commentary. So I really could have geeked out to this. But nonetheless got it out there man again r.i.p shout out to phil hartman who helped write the script um shout out tim burton shout out michael Var Var varhole you know for writing the script shout out danny elfman man for doing the score paul rubens you know mark holton elizabeth daly judd omen i think r.i.p shout out to him i think he's passed away too shout out to everybody that was a part of this movie that's no longer with us man um you're a part of history the sequels aren't so good big top pb's okay but the last one I saw that came on Netflix, it's like, eh, maybe if I'm drunk enough, I'll do commentary for those. But y'all already know where to catch the rest of the commentary, people. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Podcast Breaker, and Radio Public. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Again, you know, before the night is over, people, it's still... Uh, open mic Wednesday so like I said y'all can post whatever y'all want as long as it ain't religion or politics and none of that end of the world bullshit and uh, last but not least people shout out to the two the reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters out there man y'all are still killing it in the game and hopefully y'all continue to do so man hopefully y'all don't get bored with me that's why I try to like stay as lively and spunky as I can even when I'm like really uh you know monotone like i am in this commentary uh, wasn't i wasn't my usual type self i don't think but um i still try to keep it as interesting as i can i try to goof off as much as i can drop some facts here and there y'all already know how i do man but y'all are definitely the pillars of this tutor reviews podcast keeping this thing up man keeping this thing afloat and the love and support y'all show man y'all already know i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so that being said people yours truly from Meryl tutor Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the Can. I'll check y'all on the next one.